guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. I am just sitting in my office and I'm feeling so much better than last week because it's totally clean. I put my basically minimal merch in containers instead of staring at it, which is probably not good for manifesting it to sell, but I'll sell it eventually. Last week when we talked, I said my office is like half clean, so this week I feel so much better. Also, the dog is snoring underneath me and my neighbor is mowing the grass. I don't know if you can hear any of that, but if you can, I'm so sorry. So I currently have a little bit of wedding mess in my office, but I would consider it organized chaos because I'm printing stuff out right now and there's a box of the papers open and stuff's kind of like everywhere, not really everywhere, but it's not that big of a deal because once the task is done, I can clean it up and I'm excited for Wednesday because the flowers will be done. We're making our own flower arrangements and our own bouquets and all that. So I won't have bins of flowers and flower piles on my kitchen table. Although the flowers haven't been on the table that long. I did that probably on Thursday. I just needed a space to sort them because so my one neighbor, I grew up with my neighbors and the one neighbor, she was a floral arranger. I don't know what you call that. And she has this machine where you like put the flower in the stem and then you like smash it down and then it gets a little clip on it. So anyways, I have been doing that and sorting them. So I needed somewhere to go for those. So I put them on the kitchen table and then on Wednesday, they'll be out of here. So anyways, enough about wedding stuff. Let's talk about why mess causes stress. I already know this all too well. And I talk about it a lot on the podcast. People do not realize that a messy house causes a stressed brain. And I think it's because culture is always saying things like, excuse the mess, the children are making memories, or just wait until you have kids, your house won't be clean. But why can't you have kids in a clean house? Yes, I do not have kids, and I am realistic that kids do bring more things. But it doesn't have to be like a toy volcano throughout. But your kids, somebody told me this one time, your kids move in with you. You're not moving in with your kids. So they're moving into your house. Like one day they can grow up and have a house how they want it. Not saying that my kids can't have their room the way they want it or something like that. But in general, it's my house and Nick's house and our kids came after. So how we want the house to be is how the house is going to be. So anyways, I don't judge. If you want to live like that, it's totally fine. It's just not for me. And it's definitely not for me now that I know the effects that clutter and messes can have on your brain. And I do have OCD. So there's just a lot of factors in why I live my life like this now. I wasn't always like this though. So I found this article and it's eight reasons why mess causes stress. It's from Psychology Today. And I'm just going to read the reasons and then I'll give my take on it. So number one, 
is clutter bombards our mind with excessive stimuli, so like visual, tactile, causing our senses to work overtime on stimuli that aren't necessary or important. Number two, clutter distracts us by drawing our attention away from, oh my gosh, now my printer decides to start working. Okay, I'm going to try to keep doing this, but I may have to stop. <laughs> Number two, clutter distracts us by drawing our attention away from what our focus should be on. Number three, clutter makes it more difficult to relax, both physically and mentally. Number four, clutter constantly signals our brains, or to our brains, that our work is never done, which that is so true. Number five, clutter makes us anxious because we're never sure what's going to take what it's going to take to get through to the bottom of the pile. Number six, clutter creates feelings of guilt, like I should be more organized, and embarrassment, especially when others unexpectedly drop by our homes or work spaces. Number seven, clutter inhibits creativity and productivity by invading the open spaces that allow most people to think, brainstorm, and problem solve. Number eight, clutter frustrates us by preventing us from locating what we need quickly, so like losing the keys or... There's paperwork, but you can't find it because there's lots of piles. So here's my take on all of this. Number one talked about how it causes the brain to work harder to process all the excess stuff. I feel like this is your subconscious mind, but regardless, think about when you're working on putting something random together that you bought, like a table or something, and the directions make zero sense and nothing's working and is taking forever. I've done this with desks before. <laughs> After you're done, you're usually like, okay, I'm done with everything else. I'm going to relax. Or you're in a bad mood. You're crabby. That happens like, all the time. And it's because your brain is working hard to try to do things that it's not normally doing. And there's a lot of stuff going on. So if your brain has to process all the things around you subconsciously, it's probably wearing you down. I liked how number three talked about it being difficult to relax because how many times have you heard someone say they can't fall asleep because they're thinking about all the things they have to do? That's my printer. <laughs> um, so anyways, people say that all the time about, oh, I couldn't sleep because I couldn't stop thinking about all the things I had to do. Or I just ended up getting up because I had so many things to do, which I've done that a lot of times. And then once the stuff is done, I go lay down and I fall immediately asleep. And when you have a bunch of crap out your house, like in your house, in your kitchen, or there's a mess in your family room or whatever, the laundry, you're going to be thinking about that and not be able to relax. And I've done podcasts about this before where I say, do all your stuff and then relax, set a candle, relax. Like whenever the candle is going in our house, we know the house is clean. For example, in the mornings now, I pick up because I'm off for summer. So I pick up the couch because usually we'll lay on the couch before we go to bed and I'll unload the dishwasher. If it needs to be unloaded today, I had cleaned the kitchen counter yesterday, but for some reason, uh, it was not clean this morning because Nick probably. <laughs> and so I just like wiped down the counter and I, don't know, I didn't really have that much to do and then I lit a candle and now I know that it is all clean and set to go downstairs so that is just a little tip of mine. Number five talked about how clutter makes people anxious because they're not sure how they're going to tackle the task like what's it going to take to get to the bottom of the pile 
And I think this is very true. For example, you'll put off tasks that sound overbearing, but they never leave your mind. It's like the thing about eating the frog. If you just do it and get it done, you can focus on things that make you happy or easier tasks. We all have things we need to do that we don't want to, but unfortunately, you just have to suck it up and do it. Number six, I like the part about feeling guilty or when people stop by, the embarrassing part. If you have to practically throw yourself into a seven-foot hole and dig your way out three hours before guests are arriving because you have so much to do that you're not because you're not keeping up with it and now somebody's coming over in three hours and you have to do literally everything, then it's something is wrong and I say this in a loving way because I've done it many times and honestly had to do it the other day when my friends were coming over because like I just had to you know vacuum the carpet and I had to do stuff that I could have done like a few days before but then I just left it all to do and it's just I, I know I'm I can be in the same boat a lot of times, but letting yourself fall behind is just hurting future you. Trust me. The best way to get ahead is to set a task for each day. Mine is Monday's bathroom, Tuesday's towels, Wednesday kitchen, Thursday vacuum. I hate dusting, so I'll do that when I get around to it. And I just do a load of laundry every day or every other day, and it really helps. So that's it for today. Rate yourself on this scale. One, my house is a disaster, and I have no schedule of cleaning. Five, my house is sometimes a disaster, but I do a big round of cleaning every so often. Ten, my house is rarely a disaster and I stay on top of it for the most part. Right now, I fall like nine, ten. From January to probably May, I was more of a five, six, seven. I like the nine, ten area because I'm just happier and I feel like I get more done. So challenge yourself to make a cleaning schedule this week. It could be as simple as mine. You could just use mine Monday's bathroom, Tuesday towel, Wednesday kitchen, Thursday vacuuming or do it how it works best for you. I did it like that because Tuesdays I had dance at night. So I didn't want, I found that when I had a task on that night, I always put it off to what I would do is if I woke up early, I'd throw the towels in the washer and then before work, I'd throw them in the dryer because I don't really care to fold towels if they've been sitting in the dryer. It's not the same as clothes for me. Like, I don't care. I don't feel like they get wrinkled, but I just put an easier task on Tuesday because I knew that it I didn't have as much time. So you can also do it like that. I like to not put anything on Saturday and Sunday because you never know if you're going to have a party or something to go to on Saturday or Sunday or wedding or something that throws it off. So keeping those days open helps for big tasks like cleaning out the garage or organizing the storage room or like, I don't know, cleaning out your car or something like that, like bigger tasks. And then you don't have to worry about doing all your tasks one day. I used to clean all Saturday or all Sunday. I'd make like a big to-do list and I'd get it all done. But I don't know. I just felt like my day was wasted. And when I do the one task a day, it doesn't take that much time. It actually doesn't. So anyways, I will talk to you next week and see you then or talk to you then. (laughs) Bye.